Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and I decided to make a brief recording about retrograde planets. We have Mercury coming up to be retrograde on, what is it, June 18th. And so that will give us four planets retrograding. And so I thought that making a specific podcast about retrograde planets would be helpful. And, you know, so many of the questions I get are about retrograde. People are always interested in learning more about what a retrograde planet can do, how it may impact an individual. So we'll get into that and we'll talk about how a retrograde planet may impact the world in transit as we're experiencing now, and then how it may impact a birth chart. So Settle in, get ready, and if you do have any questions after this podcast, of course, feel free to reach out to me by email or, um, I don't know, Instagram. I'm available. I'm pretty responsive, so please feel free to reach out if you'd like. And just a few updates. I had an amazing interview with James Braha recently. We're talking about political figures charts, and I interviewed my personal teacher, Selena Pang, who is an all-star in my personal life, and I'm so excited to share her with you all. We're kind of trucking along with the eight limbs of yoga. I did it forever ago, um, and she and I are talking about pratyahara or sense withdrawal in yoga, but it kind of goes more into this line of applying it to life and staying connected to our own sense of steadiness despite outward chaos. So hopefully y'all will find that enjoyable as well. Moving forward into these retrograde planets. And so in Vedic astrology, keeping in mind, I study Vedic sidereal astrology. And if you want to see your birth chart, see if any planets are retrograde, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on chart, calculate your birth chart and see if any planets are retrograding. In Vedic astrology, it's referred to as Vakri, Vakri Graha, okay? And this literally means twisted. And so the way that I was originally taught is that when planets are retrograde in a birth chart, it warps the qualities of that planet in some way. And just because you have a retrograde planet, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be bad or give bad results, quote unquote, but it definitely will give some type of distorted result. That planet is not going to act in the same way as it would if it were going direct. So you definitely want to take retrogrades into consideration when you're looking at birth charts. And just a few things to notice, Rahu and K2 are always retrograde. I had somebody reach out recently and they were like, my Rahu and K2 are retrograde. That is good. If they were not retrograde, I would be concerned. So (laughs) I'm glad that they're retrograde. Um, The sun and the moon never retrograde. Okay. These planets are never going to retrograde. So that means that the only planets left to retrograde are going to be Venus, Mercury, Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Today, we're going to talk about the main planets in Vedic astrology that we use, which are going to be Venus, Mercury, Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter. Also, because then I won't be making a two-hour long video. <laughs> but um, so yeah, moving moving forward with this. When we have planets going retrograde through transit... And so that, by that, I mean when we have planets that are retrograding as we speak, which we have right now, everyone is going to be impacted. If you have planets retrograde in your birth chart, that planet 
is going to forever impact you as a retrograde planet. You are born with that retrograde planet. Okay, so just kind of making that difference. It's said that those who are born with retrograde planets will generally do a little bit better when their planet goes retrograde. So for example, if a planet, if in your birth chart you have a naturally retrograde Saturn, when Saturn goes retrograde, it may actually feel less negative than it may for other people. And when a planet is retrograding by transit, so as we have, it's May 29th, 2020, so Saturn is retrograding, Jupiter is retrograding, Venus is retrograding, and Mercury will soon join them on June 18th. When planets retrograde by transit, it will impact everybody, the world at large, and it will cause us to focus on everything revolving RE. So reflect, revise, reestablish, revitalize, um, redo, reorganize, redecorate, anything that you can imagine that's going back and altering what has already been done. And so with Mercury retrograde, for instance, because it impacts technology, it can often cause us to have to go back and do something again with technology or uh, re-communicate something because it may impact our communication. So it's a very good time to, once again, reflect, right, that RE on the past and see what can be done better in the future. See if what you've been doing has been helpful for you. You also want to consider how often a planet is going to go retrograde. The more often a planet retrogrades, kind of like the less impactful the results or the less dramatic the results, Mercury, for example, Mercury retrogrades about three or four times a year. And so this is something that's pretty easy to deal with. You know, we all definitely feel it. It can be annoying. And it's not generally like a life-altering experience a lot of the time. Mars retrogrades every two years. So Mars is more of a rare retrograde. When Mars goes retrograde, there tends to be more violence. There tends to be more conflict when we think about Mars. Mars is the warrior. It loves to prepare for battle. It enjoys conflict to an extent. It's also very passionate and motivated and influential and has this energy and ability to get things done. This is Martian energy. When Mars goes retrograde, it can generally kind of um, warp our discernment for conflict. Sometimes, you know, we lose touch with what is a good battle to invest time in and what isn't. So this is why I'm saying it can actually create more heat and more conflict because people are less discerning. A good Mars knows when it's time to engage in conflict and when it's not time to engage in conflict, right? A weaker Mars or a damaged Mars may have a very difficult time making those discernments or making those judgments. They may be hyperactive when it comes to aggression or conflict and just be overly engaged. It may be the opposite where they have no idea when they're supposed to stick up for themselves. They have no idea when they're supposed to voice their opinion. So this is something that a retrograde Mars can do in a birth chart, right? The individual, they may... Um, they're going to take that energy of Mars and warp it in one way or another. Now, in a bigger scale, looking at the world at large, this tends you know, to create a little bit more conflict with 
people and countries, and um, it's a little bit more difficult to move forward with conflict. And so this is how Mars retrograde may act. And then, you know, you want to consider, is Mars your first house ruler? Does Mars rule the sign that your moon is in? If there's a direct connection to this planet, if Mars is in your first house, that's going to impact these individuals a little bit more potently. It's the same with Mercury, going back to Mercury for a second, because I know Mercury retrogrades so often that everyone is always so curious about Mercury. It is going to impact those who have Mercury in the first house. If somebody is a Gemini or a Virgo ascendant, if somebody has Virgo or Gemini moon, Mercury retrograde is going to impact you all the most. And now Mercury is our communication. It's how we analyze information and process information and share ideas. And so when Mercury goes direct, it also governs um, like technology. This is a big one. Um, so when Mercury goes retrograde, it can impact our ability to communicate, our ability to express ideas, our ability to process. It also, of course, has a large influence on our electronics and working with technology. And again, we may find that those who have this big impact of Mercury in their birth chart may feel that a little bit more. And so if Mercury is retrograde in your birth chart, this means that Mercury is twisted. The method in which your analytical thinking works is going to be different. And this doesn't need to be a bad thing. This can mean that you have a very creative way of thinking. Usually if Mercury is retrograde, people are either going to have a difficult time with um, school because it's a very linear way of education. It's a, it's a system. There's not a lot of room for people to explore different modalities of learning. So it's not like people are stupid. It's that they have a different way of learning a lot of the time and, and processing in the standard linear way may be a little bit challenging. Now, depending on where Mercury is placed, it can actually accelerate the Mercury. And so you may be a genius. You may be um, a mathematical you know, engineer, you may love these higher level sciences and math classes. So you just want to see what sign Mercury is in and where it's placed. Um, keeping in mind when planets are retrograde, they are strong. In traditional Vedic astrology, if you have a retrograde planet, it means it's a really strong planet. When planets retrograde, they are closer to the earth and they impact us a little bit more. So that's a little bit about how Mars may act through transit and in a birth chart and how Mercury may act through transit and in the birth chart. So Venus, Venus retrogrades about every 18 months. So Venus retrograde is a little bit more of a rare occasion. And what Venus governs, of course, is love and romance or relationships. It can be diplomacy. So when Venus retrogrades, it brings back issues from the past, relationship issues from the past for us to reconcile. It may bring past lovers back into our psyche. Um, it may literally bring people back into our life, and that can be exes that we've dated before. It can also be past life loves. It's referring back to everything that involves love and romance, okay? 
Now, it can also create some conflict in relationships because Venus is also diplomacy. So you definitely want to be mindful when approaching conflicts during Venus retrograde and being very mindful and patient. When Venus is retrograde in your birth chart, this is one of those most interesting, this is one of the more interesting ones to me because it's such a wide variety of what you're going to experience. But keeping in mind, when a planet is retrograde, it's strong and it's warped. It's not going to act like a direct Venus. So when Venus is retrograde, it can generally make someone very... First of all, love and relationships and romance is going to be important to these people, but they're either going to be very dogmatic about love. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but they're either going to be very conservative and be very um, monastic when it comes to relationships, being very mindful about who they get into relationships with, who they have sex with. They're going to be very discerning and very... I don't want to use the word rigid because that gives it a bad connotation, but um, they're just careful. They're very mindful and they can be monastic. They can be restrictive when it comes to partnership. Now, in others, it may accelerate Venus. And these are people who may join nudist colonies. They may love running around naked, right? On naked beaches. They just may celebrate love and romance and connection and intimacy in an accelerated way that's very noticeable. This is something with Venus retrogrades is it's generally something that is very prominent and noticeable. If you have Venus retrograde in your chart, I'm very curious to hear um, what it does for you. And if you resonate with those, is it, you know, which one is it? Something that I've learned recently is that if a planet is retrograde, and in its exaltation point, it can tend to act like a debilitated planet. And if a planet is retrograde and in its debilitated point, it can tend to act like an exalted planet. So this is something to play with. I find it very interesting. So keep that in mind as well. And so Jupiter. Jupiter retrogrades once every nine months, right? So this is about once a year. It's pretty consistent. Jupiter is our optimism. It's our higher learning. It's our philosophy, our spirituality, our teachers, and our ability to teach. It has a lot to do with luck and prosperity. It's the great benefic planet. So when Venus retrogrades astrologically in the sky through transit, this of course is going to make us reflect because retrograde is all about reflecting, looking back, reconciling. So when Jupiter goes retrograde, it tends to make us reflect on our spirituality, reflect on our beliefs. What system have we been following? Has it been working for us? It could also dishape our optimism in a way like, man, I've been committed to this practice for 20 years and now I'm just feeling not as motivated. What's up? Um, it can do the same with our teachers. Like I've been so inspired by this person and now I just feel like nothing is making sense. Like they don't make sense to me right now. So that's something to watch out for. When Jupiter is retrograde in a birth chart, from what I've noticed, this can be very powerful. Remember when plants are retrograde, they're very strong. And this can make someone who questions the systems, 
they question their teachings. When they're uh, taught by their teachers, they tend to take the lessons and make them their own. They approach traditional views with nuance and with um, curiosity and exploration. They're not going to have this super rigid, strict way of following tradition. And so they may be drawn to traditional practices. One of my favorite teachers, she is um, an Ashtangi, so she practices Ashtanga, and Ashtanga is extremely dogmatic. It's extremely traditional. You do the same thing every day. You open with the same chant. Um, things are pretty strict. And she approaches Ashtanga, though. I mean, this is her great love, but she approaches it with curiosity. She takes the lessons and changes them to make them... Um, maybe more accessible to people, maybe to help them evolve with the times, but she's still relating to the tradition. She has her own way of doing it. And so Jupiter retrograde can really do that, can also strengthen that desire to be philosophical, strengthen our desire to be spiritual. It can certainly um, escalate those types of qualities in us. But it can bring some confusion, which is why I think my teacher evolved into who she is because she was curious and she just decided, okay, you know what, I'm just going to make things kind of a little bit more the way I see it. Um, it can bring some confusion a little bit, you know, there could be issues with the teachers throughout the life. There could be conflict with the teachers throughout the life. So it just kind of depends on you and where your Jupiter is and how it's acting. And so I covered it through transit, I believe as well. Um, and so Saturn, when Saturn retrogrades, it only retrogrades about every eight months. So it's similar to Jupiter in that way. It's about once a year. And when Saturn retrogrades through transit, Saturn is our structures. It's our um, security systems. It's what's consistent. It's our commitments. It can also be the government and government structures, of course, right? And so when Saturn retrogrades, it tends to make us reflect on our structures that be, reflect on what's been consistent, what we've committed to. So when Saturn retrogrades through transit, people are usually confronted with, are these systems working? Um, are these structures working? From what I've committed to, is this worth it? Is this what I want? Is this truly working? This is the type of stuff that Saturn retrograde can really bring up for people. It's reflecting on anything that Saturn represents. Our discipline, right? What we've committed to. This, With Saturn and Jupiter retrograding at the same time, um, it can definitely bring up issues around our belief systems, our philosophy, our religion, things of this nature. So when Saturn is retrograding in a birth chart, once again, it makes it strong. And I believe Barack Obama has this. I know Joe Biden does. Give me one moment. It shouldn't take it. Yeah. Uh, Obama has a retrograde Saturn and a retrograde Jupiter. So when Saturn retrogrades, again, it's going to warp it in one direction or the other. It's either going to make somebody extremely disciplined extremely structured and methodical and committed and serious, uh, dependable. This is what a retrograde Saturn can do. It takes the qualities of Saturn and amplifies it. It can also, depending on the dignity of Saturn, give someone just 
disdain for these things. Like, ugh, like, ugh. I've got a hard time committing to something that I do every day. I've got a hard time being disciplined or showing up and being structured. So it's going to take those qualities once again and kind of move them in one direction or the other. And Saturn is also our ethics and our desire to serve other people. Saturn can be very systematic and kind of likes to refer back to the old ways. And so when Saturn goes retrograde, it can almost amplify unconventional ideas, which Saturn can also be that. It can be unconventional in a lot of ways. And so when Saturn retrogrades, someone may be hyper fixated on creating a more just society creating a more ethical and fair society, wanting to serve the underdog. This is what Saturn is all about. I've seen this multiple times in charts when somebody has Saturn retrograde. And so if Saturn retrograde is um, afflicted in the chart, you know, it may have these ideas but not know how to manifest them. They may feel a lack of connection to others, a little bit more isolated. It may be hard for them to... Um, even really connect with these ideas or manifest these types of ideas. But I have noticed that afflicted Saturns in charts that are retrograde, they can have this very monastic way of being and a little bit isolated at times. And I'm, you know, this is a big assumption, but it could be because they have difficulty expressing their ideas or expressing their thoughts and opinions at times. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you learned a little something about retrograde planets. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I may have missed. Just keeping in mind the ones that retrograde less often, we tend to feel a little bit more. This is what I've noticed. And begin tracking. If you have retrograde planets in your chart, start tracking when the planets go retrograde and see if it impacts you a different way, if it is helpful for you or if it's harmful for you. And there's also the shadow period of retrograde planets. Sometimes people are like, oh my God, is Mercury retrograding? And it's a week before Mercury actually retrogrades. There's this shadow period of retrograde as the planet starts making its way to a stationary position and then it will turn direct. So, and that goes for after as well. Once the planet goes direct, we may still have that little shadow period. So Keep an eye on that. I hope that this was helpful. If you'd like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow my Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. I'm still trucking away with my videos on YouTube, so please check those out as well. You should be able to find it with Astrology Now Podcast, and if not, I have a link on my website. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Thank you.